Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are next on the former Todd Feinberg show. Please tell me that's a joke. What do you mean? I can't possibly handle Todd. I can't handle for the hours he has. And now you're giving him more with his loud, screechy voice. He has nothing intelligent ever to say. <laughs> he's not very smart. Hey. He's never prepared. Oh. Please don't give him more hours than he's already got. He shouldn't even have the hours. Do you he- hear what's happening here, Alice? <laughs> I know. Very vicious words about your husband on the air today at WTIC, know. the uh, caller. Not aware, or, or, that, or didn't seem to be aware, but was uh, just absolutely l- happy to let the uh, to let me know that she hates Tom Shattuck. Screechy voice, screechy Alice, not prepared, doesn't know what he's talking about. So I'm just the producer here, but can I can I tell you something? To what? be honest, I totally agree with you. I totally, totally agree with you. The Shattuck guy comes in and he acts like he owns the place. He's not even from here, you know. Yes, he's not. He's always saying he's from Boston or something. No, he's, he's got the jerk Boston accent, and he, he comes with this big city attitude thinking he owns a place, and he doesn't know anything about any well, of this stuff. Well, he's very annoying. Every now and then, Ray comes on to do a commercial, and at least you can hear his pleasant voice. I can hear Tom Shattuck's screechy voice, and I, he never has anything smart to say. No. Ever. 
I completely agree. He just yells about stuff like some blowhard. That's it, what he's doing, yelling yes, constantly. Exa exactly. He sounds like, it. you know what he sounds like to me? He sounds like one of those turkeys. That's right. Yes. Yes. I, I can't stand it. I, I hope this is some kind of practical joke. Uh, uh, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. 860 Can you imagine, Alice, the, he doesn't know what he's talking about. She's blowhard. <laughs> Doesn't um, prepare, doesn't know what he's talking about. And she said that she likes the commercials more than you. With the, with Ray on them, <laughs> with the guy who's who retired. That's right, that's right. So now, um, the, some of those things I, I must argue with. I don't think that I'm unprepared. Uh, I'm a hack, certainly, there's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, I, I pull it off, I think. But there you go. She's uh, it was it made my day today to talk to this uh, this woman. And the moment uh, she started talking, I knew I was onto something, and she was great. And we'll see, Alice. We'll see. Maybe when she hears herself, uh, when I play it tomorrow. Something. To be honest, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. The Shattuck guy comes in and he acts like he owns the place. He's not even from here, you know. Yes, he's not. He's always saying he's from Boston or something. No, and he's he's got the jerk Boston accent. No, had I had I known, I would have tried to. Uh, I didn't know. It was, you know, the second I was taking calls live, but I would have. Um, I would have just gone further with her. Maybe she'll call again. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe lightning will strike. But can you imagine? I think she's going to be mad at you. Can you I'd be mad at you if I were her. Of course. And then my friend called me up or something and was like, you were just on the radio insulting Tom. Well, let the record show, Alice. I would be so mortified. Let the record show. How does this start? 860-522-9842. You are next on the former Todd Feinberg show. You're next on the former Todd Feinberg show. You're next on the show. And do, so it's good to producer, go. Does the producer normally list the number when No, it's when all good. It's all good. She just didn't assume, I think, that, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But um, there might be some points there that, that she that she made. A, she said something like, I don't, or I'm not very smart or not very whatever, because sometimes she's probably not wrong. Well, fact, you say you're not smart a lot. Today, actually, to I ran out of. It was more repeating things you say about yourself. Like, you always say you're not smart. And... Do I? Yeah. I do? Yeah. Oh, I say I'm dumb to okay right yeah i obviously like, don't think that obviously yeah right. and she knows that you she listens to you enough to know that you're not from here and like so i don't know i feel like she's more i don't know what her deal is but so just so you but know i would be mortified if i were oh her. no way man it's the best thing in the world this is tracy allman that is a great song from 1984 and that is a song that really she said is it her ode to paul mccartney and Paul McCartney shows up in the video. Tracy Ullman was a pretty unknown actress. She was an actress in England, or a comedian in England at the time. But uh, Paul had casted her for, or cast her for a movie, Give My Star Regards to Broad Street. It was a pretty forgettable movie. So there you go. That movie is, that, that um, song is beautiful. I've always loved it anytime I've heard it. And so it makes me very happy. And of course, we just saw Tracy Ullman uh, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Remember, oh. she played the the city council. Oh, that's her. That's her. <laughs> yes, that's funny. it's it's funny because she actually, even though this is you know forty years ago now, mm -hmm. she looks exactly like her. Oh, okay. she played the, one of the most terrible, hideous characters ever in *Covering Enthusiasm*, <laughs> but she played it brilliant, brilliantly. But I won't ruin or waste your time with that stuff. I don't want to yell, Alice, and with my screech, screechy voice. You do yell a lot. That one was true too. You yell a lot. Yeah, but why, why wouldn't I yell a lot? That's just I'm just 
be me. Yeah, I know. I live with you. You're yeah, like and that. It's better to, to You're me. like that in person, too. Uh, I was talking to somebody real. today about an argument I was on in the air yesterday, and they said, yeah, but that's kind of your shtick. I'm like, there's no shtick. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying that I'm never anybody but me. I don't know how to be anybody else. It would make yeah. it a lot easier if I was. Yeah, no. I had a crush on you from listening to you on the radio. And, from my screech. And from your screeching. And, you know, when I met you, I got the same thing. You were as advertised. You were the same person. So yeah, it seems a rather neutral way to say it. <laughs> but but you, uh, you do yell a lot. Though. As the great yeah. and uh, lovely and brilliant Hillary Chabot said about me, Alice. You remember what she said about me? No. In a moment, in a, in a in a touching moment in the Herald Radio, after I had done something like that or whatever, she said, "You know what, Shattuck? You are who you are." <laughs> it's true. Which Maybe is a it loving. Was when you were eating little mini hot dogs it out might of a can or something. No, it was just something I said. I don't know, but it was just a touching testimonial from somebody I worked with for years. <laughs> I am who I am. It's true. Thank it's you, Hillary. That was just a, that's very warm and touching remarks. You know what? He was who he was. You're a very unique person. We can no, well, no, I don't have to say it anymore, Alice. That's fine. You and this woman who yelled at me, that's fine. You can talk about my screechy voice. All I right. wouldn't call it screechy. Um, okay. I mean, you don't have like the dulcet tones of like... You know, of, radio, of Ray. Of Ray. Ray or, or, I mean, Todd has a very relaxing voice, too. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Fiber, yes, he does. Yours is not a calming voice. So if you're listening no. to talk radio for for the soothing, to hear soothing philosophizing about the news in a calm and respectful mm-hmm. way, that's not what you're going to get during the Tom Shattuck show. But yes. I actually enjoy the Tom Shattuck show, which is why There's I, another great testimony, I, testimonial. I actually enjoy the Tom <laughs> Shattuck show. You know, in the same way I enjoy the garbage disposal at my house. It's just tell me it's there. It's something. I actually enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed the Tom Shattuck show but, so much I opted to live in a house with the Tom Shattuck but, um, show every day, 24-7. So I think but, I've you put know my time the idea, in to be believed the, but, that I actually uh, like you. I now. like the idea that the... the that it's that I like don't have a calm, soothing, welcoming voice that is going to analyze the news, but it's rather an off-putting, <laughs> you know, depressing uh, churn that that people hear. Maybe that's why I have a nice, even <laughs> number of ad reads that I do right now. I do not have to worry, but most times, if, if you're in talk radio, you have a folder of ad reads that you keep your copy in. Mm-hmm. I don't need a folder. <laughs> no folder, Tom. That's what they call me, Alice. No folder, Tom. Uh, all right, so uh, what do you want to talk about, homie? Want to talk about Robert Reich? Yeah, is that we, how you we've say already hit, we've already talked about Matt Walsh, right? I talked about him for eighty three yeah, hours. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we've covered Matt Walsh and Leah Thomas and the whole thing now enough to satisfy anybody on planet Earth. Right. Probably not. Okay. Right. Okay. So Reich, um, he was talking about cinema, right? He's mm-hmm. it's just he's very salt. Isn't it interesting, like just how salty? These Democrats and some Republicans have been in 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 the in the last four years. Trump tr- drove this people into this. What, mm-hmm. What's weird about it is that these are Robert Reich is kind of a brilliant guy, accomplished guy, brilliant thinker, a, a really good. He must he is must because he, he seems insane. I've well, only known him really. I wasn't really old enough to remember him as a kid from. The well, but here's the thing: but- like you look at him, you look at um, David from mm-hmm. uh, these people have gone. Nuts, but they've gone nuts in a way that's a, a temper tantrum way. 
Yeah. And it's like chi- watching a child have a tantrum. And like, like explode. It's it's very bitchy in the way they do it. And so that's why it's it's for some of these people, they can never go back. I never would have thought that Bill Crystal was like bitchy like that. And David Frum, bitchy. These are all Republicans right now. Bitchy. Mm-hmm. Robert Reich was somebody who had his head together. And he seems bitchy. I mean, some of these guys you would just think would have the capacity to keep it together. You know who's not bitchy? Newt Gingrich. Never bitchy. There's not, it's not in him, you know? But some of these people, it, it is. It's like this child, this, this petulant child comes out when they think about certain things. And now it's because his own senator, the Democratic senator, wouldn't vote for the stupid voting bill the, the, to secure our elections, as the media says. Yeah. And she didn't say she wouldn't necessarily vote for it either. She just wants it to be a 60-vote threshold like it's been now historically for random legislation right okay so what did she uh text a tweet when she's at home i mean he him he said let me go back to it here uh his exact words were that uh tonight republican senators lined up to shake kirsten cinema's hand democratic senators should have given her the backs of their hands nice uh that is you know that is um, garden variety chauvinism. I mean, it seems incredible that people yeah. can just... That is something... That's what you do for your mouthy wife, right? In 1950. You know, don't let me show you this. You're a lot of lip out of you, honey. You know, the back of your hand. I mean, yeah, I can't believe... So he's now complaining. He's saying that... Uh, he deleted the tweet because it was widely misinterpreted and distorted by the conservative media. Back oh, of the hand great. is an idiom for rebuke. I wholeheartedly condemn violence against No, them. maybe like talk to the hand might be an idiom at a re- rebuke, but back of the hand... It's not an idiom. It back of the hand is the... Is the... Um, uh, what's that called? Clavicle. What's that called? Um, Columbical. Slivical. Um, I'm not sure. Colloquial? Tr- 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 oh, no. No. You know what back of the hand is? It's the chivalrous way to strike your wife. You wouldn't use the front. You don't punch your right. a woman. You can give her the back of your hand, certainly. If this is, not, if this is 1952, in Stanley Kowalski's world, yes, that is the etiquette. You never punch a woman. It's, it's an the idiom. back of the hand. So... Uh, Oh, that is just wonderful to say. I'm just so happy. It was, it was misinterpreted. Oh, yeah. That was, that's one of the things I don't have. What? Oh, wife beating? Yeah. That's terrible. Isn't that great? It's great. Congratulations. I'm not a wife beater. I'm not a pedophile. I'm not a grand thief. I'm um, I'm not You're a- You're not a gambling addict. Well, probably, probably am, but it's just- He's <laughs> never had a chance yeah, to- Yeah, I've never had enough money to be dormant. able to do it. So there you go. Look at all those things that you, you don't have. don't do drugs either. Well, I mean, you drink, but you yeah, don't. very occasionally, very occasionally. Stop. Very, very. By the way, we're on back in drug and alcohol rehabilitation next week. I'm told that would be great. I did not make it very far this week. It was a stressful week. So this was a, this was a ridiculous week. It was a ridiculous <laughs> week of various scenes of waking up, you plunging into your office, me plunging into my work, 
going downstairs once per hour as the kids are eating more stuff and watching stuff or doing schoolwork, which is all you. Yeah, I often bring my laptop and do schoolwork. But like, we too. can't go on. Like, we need we need a housekeeper. I mean, we can't. I've I'll, said I should is... hire a mother's helper, and you said no, we don't. What's need mother's to. helper? A mother's helper is like a nanny, but not. You don't pay them as much because you're not really leaving them. Will this person be a documented American, Alice? Of course. Right. I don't think that there's such thing as a mother's helper. Yes, uh, that's a thing. No, it's yes, not. that's a thing. <laughs> mother's help. Mother's helper is y- your prerequisites. That's what that is. All right. So what else is going on here? Um, I don't even know what else is going on. It's it's taking a long time to get to Friday. Don't you think? It has. Uh, the M and M's are changing. Oh, just God. in case you were uh, concerned that they like were not inclusive, I know that you were really worried about like the commercials with the M M&M and M characters that it wasn't really reflecting. So there's a new our- marketing. Oh, by the way, I've I've reached my maximum on numbers of free articles from candy.com <laughs> which is what that link is to so, so i can't read it so there's a, but everywhere wrote about this the hill wrote about it but, too but candy. i want you to read the candy.com one the one i put it there no Be- i put it there okay the one that you put there um uh, because talk about back in the hand one more of those my friend <laughs> um um because i i think um i want you to read there's a new word that's you know like last year was stakeholders uh, it, there's a new term that's in that description. Let me know when you when you get that open so you can read it. Okay. Uh, Mars Wrigley updates Eminem's characters to promote inclusivity. Fans will see changes in all Eminem's global touch points. Touch points. <laughs> yes. That's it. My work uses touch of points course. a lot too. There we go. Touch po- it's global very touch points. Popular. Somebody in one of my meetings today said that they were going to agenda something for this week. That's forgivable because I know what it means. It's not a new. I mean, it's putting something on the agenda, right? That's yeah. forgivable. It's a little jerky. But touch points is a, oh, God, they're going to be obnoxious with that. That's going to go through the roof. It's everywhere already. So, what they're doing like. with the MMs to make them more inclusive and so that they have pronouns. They're going to th- have more nuanced personalities that underscore the importance of self expression and the powers of community. The MMs are going to have more nuanced personalities. <laughs> Eminem's has long been committed By to By the way, there is a there is a revelation in this. Guess what they call them? Oh, lentils. Yes, did you know did anybody <laughs> know this? I know that they call the shape lentils. I yeah, did not know that. It's an M&M amazing. lentil. Hmm. Um but I loved this statement too. Eminem's has long been to committed has long been committed to creating colorful fun for all, and this purpose serves as a more concrete commitment to what we've always believed as a brand. Everyone has the right to enjoy moments of happiness, and fun is the most powerful way to help people feel that they belong. Can you imagine being in this meeting, this creative <laughs> meeting, to come up with this horse bleep, this uh, corporate signaling? Guys, we need to really think. And make sure that we're being inclusive with our M&M's, guys. Well, why can't you just make candy? Right. Why do you have to... Can you be committed to making good chocolate candies and not committed to creating colorful fun for all Uh, and a commitment to uh, believing that everyone has the right to enjoy moments of happiness? Like, what does that even mean? What does it mean that you as a company are committed to believing that everyone has a right to enjoy moments of happiness? Like, what... 
What's the action item there? Well, Can you just make that, candy? Can you say, like, we're committed to selling 10% more M&Ms next year? Like, I don't know. What happened to that? Why do you have to be committed to creating colorful well, fun? But and also, that's the thing. It's like, what exactly user experience have they feel they've been falling down on? Like, who's eating a bag of M&Ms and saying, yeah, and they taste delicious. But really, emotionally and fulfillment-wise... I don't think it's like most of my touch points have gone unstimulated <laughs> here during this whole pack. We're providing colorful fun. Catherine Slate, chief growth officer at Mars Wrigley, said, As one of the world's most iconic candy brands, who better to commit to a world with more moments of fun by increasing a sense of belonging around the globe than M&M's? I, I don't know. <laughs> pretty much everybody better? <laughs> who better, honey? Who better could create... Who could? Commit to a world with more moments of fun by increasing a sense of belonging. Who looked at M and M's and said, "This is there's no sense of belonging here. There's no inclusive. There's no. I mean, what is this other than candy? Other than taste? Yeah, can they just not change the world? Can they just? But they are changing them. See, they're changing sizes and shapes, so they'll they'll have characteristics because you know, in a world, we're not all uniform either. So they're gonna have different sizes and shapes. Yeah. Some will be a little gimpy. Some will be. Uh, <laughs> Bigger than usual, full-sized M&M. Well, so- they didn't put it quite that way. They said they have an enhanced focus on the brand's iconic color palette and the use of different shapes and sizes of lentils across all touch points to prove that all together, we're more fun. That's what I think when I see different size and shape lentils. Because, you know, they already kind of have different shapes. Do they? M&Ms? Well, a peanut M&M is a different shape than a regular M&M. Yes, that's not what we're talking about here. And then, like, almond we're M&Ms talking about are the band, the M&Ms, the, the um, Motown. Oh, wait, those are Dancing Raisins. I forgot what the M&Ms do. But we're talking about those guys, the, the, the normal ones, not the peanut M&M. Isn't one of the, isn't the yellow one the peanut M&M? In the thing, because he's a different shape. Oh, he's fat. Okay, is that? What's and the one? blue one looks like he's that shape too. And then oh, green is a girl. That's more inclusive, definitely. I remember when they made the green one a girl. That was like a news story too. Uh, there, it's just one of many actions being taken across Mars corporate. They also put new signage in multiple languages in I their store in Berlin. Yeah. Um, that's an invitation. To their most diverse associate base that celebrates those from different cultures, backgrounds, and generations. Work on the actual Germans. How about that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it's pathetic. This whole thing's ridiculous. Uh, they have whatever. a commitment to gender-balanced leadership teams. Yeah, I was hoping. I was hoping. Because most of my candy I've found uh, has not been wholly inclusive of all genders. So, so their mission, Eminem's mission is no longer simply to sell candy, but they're going to increase a sense of belonging for 10 million people around the world by 2025. And the funny thing is that there, there's no metric to that. There's nothing to it. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing that they're saying. This is all voodoo talk that they're doing. All well, this they're weird taking religious away talk. green Eminem's go-go boots. Oh, I would hope She's so. She's going to wear sneakers now. I would think so. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and that's fine. So the corporate board's going to, they're going to have these conversations. They're spending time having these conversations. This reminds me of, like, seriously, a cultural thing. Like, when, when everybody in the 70s was having uh, Tupperware parties. Or, you know, when everybody suddenly was, uh, you know, had leisure suits and was dressed tacky. And 
had key parties. It's like this weird. It doesn't make any sense for Eminem. Con Eminem has nothing. You're not in the right field. You don't have to have in. Yeah, a, you could have gone and worked for a nonprofit if you wanted to get right. into increasing a sense of belonging for people around the world. Right. It is. It is not. You just sell candy. Right. Just sell candy, and you know, and uh, KFC just sells chicken and a few other things, and in will be fine. That's it. But I mean, it's whatever, whatever. I'm not gonna. You know what, Alice? I don't want to be uh, screech screechy. Well, I know I felt very excluded that the green Eminem wore go-go boots. I'm glad they've updated to get with the times, don't you think, honey? Yeah. Very important to all of us. Uh, all right, anything else going on? Or should we call it a night? What? You're done doing the show? No. Well, it's only no. been 20 minutes. Has it only been? Yes. I just don't know what else to talk about. I talked about, um, oh, here we go, Alice. This is what we're talking about right here. What? Right here, Mrs. Ma'am. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. This is our opportunity to get out of squalor, Alice. Ready? No, they need, okay, I'm going to explain to you HGTV why seeking mm -hmm. uh, historic colonial homes on Massachusetts South Shore for renovation show. Fine. Did you read further down no. where it says that you need to have a $125,000 budget? To be on the show? Well, I'm sure we could get a loan, right? I think we covered our loans for... Oh, I see. Yeah. You know what? Stupid HGTV place mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. Screw them. I'm not going to let them. I wouldn't even let them have it if mm -hmm. they wanted to. McDonald's is um, is expanding the test of the McPlant burger in U.S. stores. So it's a burger meat of all uh, plant. Were you around for the McDLT? No, what's a McDLT? The McDLT. Mc, what's the McDLT? This one asks back of the hand time. <laughs> Is it like a BLT? Oh, my goodness. Alice, no. What's the biggest problem? You know, so the biggest problem I felt with M&M's is, M &Ms is there's not enough touch points, right? <laughs> the biggest problem with, <clears throat> with McDonald's burgers mm -hmm. is what? The meat? <laughs> I don't know. No. What are, what's a McDLT? The biggest problem with McDonald's burgers, Alice. What? Is the fact that the hot side and the cold side touch. So McDonald's remedied that in 1985 with the McDLT. <laughs> so they they were isolated in the styrofoam. It was a long styrofoam thing. One bulge over here for the hot stuff. One for the cold stuff over here. Like the lettuce? Yes, exactly like the lettuce. Hang on. McDonald's new McDLT. It could be the best tasting lettuce and tomato hamburger ever. You get a hot side hot. You get a cool side cool. New McDLT. And the hot stays. And the cool stays. New McDLT. New McDLT. Come on in and try McDonald's new McDLT for the everyday look. As a matter of fact, there's a famous commercial that Jason Alexander stars in. Hey! You say you're getting tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it? Jason Alexander, George from Seinfeld, starring in this commercial in the mid-80s. You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time. <laughs> we were all saying that in the mid-80s. Were you we were, Yes! <laughs> we were all saying, everybody was, you couldn't get away from saying it. The world, everybody was saying that. It was it was the threat of, the threat of nuclear war and the fact that the hot side, the hot and the cold side cold. But 
Is there any way to scientifically do it? And there was no way to do it. Same time? Yeah! Well, I say, you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot, hot side. And the hot stays hot. The new McDLT. Hot, hot. Crisp lettuce and tomato on the cool, cool side. And the cool stays cool. The new McDLT. Cool, crisp. The beef stays hot. The cool stays crisp. Put it together, you can't resist. The hottest taste, the coolest dish. Keep the hot, hot. Keep the cool, cool. McDLT. You wait until you see the commercial outside. Wait until you see it. <laughs> wait. So, I have a question. Do you have your Do you have, have your text open right there? I mean, I don't need to see it right now. Well, because uh, you, you, you'll hear it. I'm play. I can't. Can okay. we just? Can I can wait a few minutes? Okay, it's a McDLT. Okay. Yes. How am I help I'll you? I'll Google. <laughs> How am I helping? Um. So, is there more on this, or is it just a burger and then a lettuce and tomato? Is there like sauce and cheese and stuff on it? Yes, but the hot side is hot. The cool side is so. Cool. What else goes on the hot side? The cheese and everything, I presume. Yes. Is there like ketchup on it and a pickle and the normal stuff? Is the pickle on the cold side? So this is what it is. I have questions. Yes. Okay. So there's two compartments. Uh huh. Two compartments. A picture of one long piece of styrofoam. Okay. Um, and in the middle is flat, and then one bubble over here for half, and one bubble over here for half. Mm-hmm. It was a white packaged item. So on one side, you would have bottom bun, burger, cheese. That would be warm to the touch, that side. That side's hot. <laughs> on the other side... Was there like like ketchup and stuff on it or no? Sure, there could be ketchup on it. But I mean, like, did it come with it? Ketchup? Yeah. I'm not sure of the McDeal. I'm not sure because it comes... Because the cool side, if you give well, it... Yeah, that's if you I'm wait wondering. a second and check okay. out the cool side, you'll know more. Okay, go ahead. The cool side features a tomato. So maybe you don't and a lettuce and lettuce. That's right. And so maybe you don't need uh, ketchup. But I mean, but I like my burgers to have some sauce or something on them. Get, Otherwise, McDo- they're dry. McDonald's had sauce. You could go get sauce. Okay, maybe you could order it. Um, but I think the point of a McDonald's more than perhaps other restaurants even is that when I buy the food, it comes assembled. No, that's not what everybody was worried about in the 80s, Alice. The biggest concern for everybody. Well, let me just let the master tell you. You say you're getting tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it? Yeah! You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time? Yeah! Well, I say you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. I'm talking quarter pound of beef and hot hot it was a huge thing, Alice. You used to have, so this way it could be piping hot over here, and then cool over here, the McDLT. How long did that last? Uh, not too long, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> the McDLT debacle. Um, did you ever have one? Uh, uh, there would be no way I would have it. I'm sure my brother ha- had them. There was no reason to have, first of all, I didn't have my first tomato and lettuce until I turned about 28. <laughs> Um, McDLT. No one would guess about you that you're not a big vegetable guy. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't really know what you mean. Okay, so here's the story about the McDLT, Alice, which you should know. Okay. The McDLT, also known as the McDeluxe, ooh, I didn't know that, uh, was a cheeseburger that served at McDonald's in a styrofoam container that split between the meat and the vegetables and the sauce. Oh, there you go, sauce. The tomato and the lettuce were selling points of this menu item. 
This item was discontinued off the menu in 1998 because its styrofoam packaging was particularly bad. Bowl. This is the McDonald's it website. 14 this years? This is the McDonald's website. Believe them not. 14 years? People ate... Or 13? Do they say 98 or 99? 98? So 13 years. Okay, so they say... People were eating McDLTs. They, that's what I they say. I would remember this if it lasted till 1998. I uh, frequented McDonald's in the 90s, I would say. Every fa- Here's why the McDLT was canceled. Every fast food chain is discontinued items, and McDonald's no different. Uh, items like the onion nuggets, ooh, the hula burger, fish McBites have all graced the McDonald's menu. Uh, the McDLT is just one of the many discontinued items, but while some cuts were made to, to streamline the menu or because the item in question was just not that popular, the McDLT eventually got pulled from the menu due to the concerns about the packaging's sustainability. If you ever saw the McDLT on menus, it sounds like it should be a standard menu item at McDonald's. According to Reader's Digest, the McDLT was just your regular McDonald's burger, plus lettuce, tomato, cheese, and pickles. Much like a Big Mac, only not quite as large. It was first introduced in the 80s and lasted through the early 90s, so it outlasted several other one-hit wonders. According to Serious Eats, temperature was a huge issue when it came to serving the McDLT. McDonald's wanted to serve the bottom bun and burger patty hot, but also wanted the lettuce and tomato to be cold when the sandwich reached the customer. So instead of serving the burger wrapped in paper like most of its other offerings, the McDLT arrived in a styrofoam container with two separate compartments, one for the hot ingredients and one for the cold. Of course, this meant there was some assembly required, as the customer would then have to put their burger together for themselves. And you would have to assemble it, Alice. I do remember this. As Reader's Digest reports, the packaging was a primary issue. The styrofoam containers were necessary to keep the ingredients at the right temperature. Paper would not insulate the hot ingredients and separate them from cold ingredients in the same way. Yet they were not great for the environment. Yet they were not Apparently in the 1990s, environmental activists began criticizing McDonald's for the amount of styrofoam they were using. And the they McDeal- did use to use them more. And the, I do recall, and the McDLT was removed from menus to help cut down on the use of non-eco-friendly materials. The McDLT has not made a comeback, but if you remember this sandwich from the 80s and find yourself craving one, you can order a Big and Tasty instead. Have you ever heard of a Big and Tasty? Mm-mm. This must be the... This must be the... This must be... Well, look at this, Alice. This must be the secret McDonald's menu. The Big and Tasty. A big and tasty halal beef patty smothered in our one-of-a-kind big tasty sauce. Ever heard of that? No? No. And three slices of emmental cheese dressed with two slices of tomato and a handful of crisp shredded lettuce and slivered onions. So there you go. The big Hmm. and tasty has its own special tasty sauce and and, and emmental. Have you ever heard of emmental cheese? No. E-A-E-M-M-E-N-T-A-L-L? Emmental cheese. Uh, mental cheese. It looks is like a, yellow... a smaller Big Mac. Yeah, kind of. I think it's just a smaller Big Mac. The Big and Tasty. Who knew? Who knew? So there you go. That's what's going on with McDonald's. Now, as far as their... Um, their as far as their vegetarian... Uh, sorry, as far, as far as their McPlant... Alice? Mm-hmm. I'll ask you to pay attention to me. Yes. Back in the hand. Remember how this works. As far as their McPlant goes, um, I um, I have no problem with that. I think veggie um, burgers can be really good. Just don't tell me I'm eating a hamburger. It's not a hamburger. 
Well, know, I'm sure that they're working with one of these new meat companies, like Beyond. They are. If I didn't read the story or whatever, like uh, Beyond or Impossible or whatever these places are. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, people say they're really believable, these like new versions but like i don't know why you'd want to eat something that fake like you say i mean like i can have other things as the filling of my sandwich that aren't meat and they don't bother me you know what i mean like i'm a big fan of eating like a portobello mushroom as a sandwich oh god alice stop it what no you're not you've had my portobello mushrooms and you think they're great oh please i must have been starving Please, my mother made those for me one time. I marinate them and and bake them, and they're really good. I don't like eat it raw or something. It's really good. My marinated mushroom, my like portobello mushroom. So there is an update, Alice, on the Matt Walsh story that we should talk about. Okay. Oh, right. Great damage has been done. The people who Matt Walsh was lecturing uh, have now nightmares. This is the the two cats they were lex- lecturing, which is Ethan, who's a non-binary trans masculine, and Addison, who's non-binary, mm-hmm. have uh, tweeted out or Instagrammed out, since the taping, Ethan and I have been experiencing, experiencing a heightened level of anxiety to the point that we've had numerous nightmares and depression spirals over the last month. This week has been the worst. And then they say, what ended up happening was much different than they discussed with us, and we left feeling attacked by another guest and played by the producers. Uh, Says, please send us both good vibes today. We could really use it. We tried our best with no preparation for what the Dr. Phil show actually had planned behind our backs, and we hope our visibility inspires viewers. I'm not sure exactly what would inspire viewers, but if you guys have forgotten... Let me just play a little bit of this. This is uh, Matt Walsh with these fellas. That's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel, actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl, well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't, because but, it's not for me to say. I, womanhood looks different for everybody. But do you, what do you define a woman as? An adult human female. And what does a female mean? Uh, what, well, that's how, do you, how do you define a female? Someone with, with female reproductive organs. Okay. Someone who's, you know, here's the thing. When you're, now Addison thinks he has them. Mm-hmm. When you're a female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we could dig up their bones 100 years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were Perfect. because it's, in, it's, down in, it's, it's ingrained in every fiber of their being. Interesting. So I'm trying to understand your definition is that a woman is someone who is female, you said, right? Correct. Gotcha. Is okay. a biological female. So what happens if we have maybe someone who is female, identifies as a woman, right? You know, cisgender woman, right? As you explained, as you just explained, but maybe doesn't have the ability to reproduce. Maybe doesn't have... Can you imagine that this is the level of debate that Addison and Ethan are used to? That mm-hmm. this will usually for them end the conversation. This will be the end of the debate. Oh, the other wow, side. Oh wow! I never thought of exactly. that. Exactly. I other can't side, tell. I always assumed every woman could all and have it's, children, and, and never it's done to with me. like holding his hand and bringing bringing him to the understanding. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm going to help you. I'm going to walk you through it, so you'll get it. Now, I'm bestowing this onto you, some new knowledge for you, <laughs> which is why I think they're shocked. That he has an answer for that. Right. Those organs that you're talking about that are reproductive organs. I have answered the question. 
You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. But you used well, the word. Well, so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So <laughs> I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. I identify as What? As a woman. <laughs> what is that? Was to each their own. Each woman, each man, each person is going to have a different relation with their own gender identity and define it differently. And so I'm trans women are women too. That's not helping. You want to reduce reduce women, you want to reduce men down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, our chromosomes, right? That's what you're saying. What you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood so anyway, okay. and turn it into basically a costume that could be worn. So that, so that is Addison, and Addison is very hurt now, as you can see. Well, and the thing about the Addison and Ethan thing is they also, like, so after they posted this, and I was, like, looking at their Instagram and whatever, and they offer their services to come to your country, company and, like, consult to explain to you how to be more inclusive of trans identities or whatever. How do they expect to do that as a job, if their feelings are so hurt by getting any pushback to their crazy ideology at all, that they like can't even function now and they can't get out of bed. Like maybe doing trans advocacy isn't a good job for you if like you're so mentally damaged by anybody pushing back on you. Maybe you should like maybe that should be a job that's for somebody that's like a little more secure in who they are. Also, nothing says confidence in your positions. Like my feelings are hurt if people disagree with me and I can't get out of bed now. Like what a childish (laughs) way to behave. It, I mean, you don't see me when somebody disagrees with me, like sad and unable to get out of bed because like if, if somebody on Twitter was like, you're not really a woman, you're a man. Right. And I don't believe you that you're a woman. Well, I would just go on with my day. Like, well, I wouldn't. Right. It would be so it was just an awful hate crime that just happened. 860 You are next on the former Todd Feinberg show. Please tell me that's a joke. What do you mean? I can't possibly handle Todd. I can't handle for the hours he has. And now you're giving him more with his loud, screechy voice. He has nothing intelligent ever to say. Ever, Alice. Those, that's very hurtful stuff. I deserve to put up an Instagram post about my nightmares. <laughs> nothing intelligent ever means a very low percentage of intelligent things. Alice, mm-hmm. that means almost 0%. Nothing intelligent ever. That puts me alongside of the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the dumber ones. And intelligence. <sighs> so I'm a victim too. I intend to um, to talk about it. maybe tomorrow. I'll talk about it. Talk about how how you were victimized. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. How you have you been having depression spirals? That's right. That's right. I feel that all of my touch points have been completely um, ignored. Well, there's about to be a lot more depression spirals happening in Virginia because. Um, Governor Glenn Youngkin 
has named, I don't know if you recall this, but some of the previous governors in Virginia's racist history had blackface scandals. Yeah. And so after they did that, they created a diversity office for Virginia to really get to the bottom of how something like that could happen. (coughs) And and so after that occurred, (coughs) now the incoming governor, who's Glenn Youngkin, who won there, uh, gets to name a chief diversity officer. And he named a wonderful woman of color named Angela Saylor. Have you heard of her? No. She had worked for the Bush administration uh, and the uh, Heritage Foundation Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, And she's been a big critic of critical race theory in Uh education. He also wonderful. He also... uh, the way that Richmond.com phrases it is that she has criticized school lessons on racism in the U.S. She doesn't want children taught about racism. No. Sounds like an Aunt Tom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also renamed the office, which was the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. It's now being renamed Diversity, Opportunity, and Inclusion. Ooh. So the equity is gone. They are now providing opportunities and not equity. So he issued an executive order to refocus the office, tasking Sailor and her staff to work on economic opportunity, cooperation among religious groups, promoting free speech and civil discourses at colleges and universities, and ensuring that the state's history curriculum is honest, objective, and complete. That bastard. So, uh... How much more hate? Yeah, he also by the way, uh, tasked her with working on eliminating disparities in prenatal care, mm-hmm. uh, including being an ambassador for unborn children. <laughs> so, wow. Because I would say there's a pretty big disparity in uh, the unborn children category. Is a he taking the DeSantis uh, lesson and doing everything right or what? <laughs> I know. I mean, it's only been a few days, but I like it. So, um Yes. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No, I mean yeah. Okay, quick, go, go down, go to the Hurry. bathroom. But I want to come with me. Anson, can you go with him to go to the bathroom, please? Anson, right go with now, him, please. please. He needs please. somebody to go with him. Let's go right now. Anson, right now. Right now. Don't make mommy give you the back of the hand. Go. Don't push him. Just walk with him. Go down the stairs. Guys, go. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Anyway. Bathroom campaign is coming apart. (laughs) I might have to go help with the bathroom campaign. But I think uh, we've pretty much covered everything that's happening. Well, you got to bring it to a straight 45, don't we? We do? Don't we? I think we do. Okay. Um, Let's see. Anything else? Oh, we got a nice message today um, that you forwarded to me. Oh, yes. Um... Nice message. Which I need, you know, Alice. It's been very hurtful. Well, that's why I forward things to you but, to yeah, make but... you feel better about stuff. Uh, it says, um, this is the greatest podcast going. I love that your kids and dog wander in and become part of the show. From Dr. Cheswick. What did he say? He said, this is the greatest podcast going. I love that your kids and dog wander in and become a part of the show. Yesterday was an especially oh, no, uh, yesterday was an especially kid and dog heavy day. Oh man, what a mess! Way. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough day. But um, but I did leave in yesterday's show. If you're only listening to the audio version, you only heard Tom freak out and not uh, the several uh, maybe like twenty thirty seconds where the the audio was turned off and Tom was yelling at the camera and <laughs> I was uh, attempting. I was threatening to actually. 
fully closed fist front of my hand punch my computer. <laughs> because why? Why? Because no, I think the punching the computer was from a previous day. No, yesterday was just Cyril unplugging the audio. Oh, <laughs> the punching the computer was oh. the day before, honey. <laughs> oh God. Oh, and t- by the way, yesterday not only did. I got a I got an angry message about this too. Um, during the Bob Stefanowski's, who's running for Connecticut governor, he's going to be he's gonna probably confront one another. Okay. During that interview is when, of course, Pepper went nuts. So I got a message to say, to say this isn't some Zoom meeting, idiot. <laughs> uh, this would be more professional. So there you go. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate that. Thank. You. What's the gentleman's name? Doctor Cheswick. Wow, it's awesome. a Rumble username. I don't know. Okay. he's actually a doctor. Okay, maybe yeah. his, he's. I a, don't know. Right. Or he's she. A I don't know. Of the uh, Beacon Hill Pub during the, <laughs> the day shift. Well, all right, guys. Thank you so much. And I just did a Substack today. It's a half-assed one, but I'll do more half-assed ones. So that I'm gonna, at least you're getting. More. I'm sorry. I'll I start giving co- him the back of my hand, guys. Please do, Alice. I need to. I need to get better at that. Awesome week, everybody. Take care. Uh, you can uh, find Tom Substack at tomshaddock.substack.com. Um, you can also just find us always for free on Twitter at Tom Shattuck, at Alice Shattuck, at Burn Barrel Pod. We're at facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. We're at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Rumble. You can write us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if there's somewhere you think we should be that we're not, then let us know. Sally James! And I hate him. No, don't Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.